Welcome back to the Travis Jones Show. You have myself today and Olivia Jones. Welcome, Olivia. Thank you, Travis. Thank you for having me. She was up in my personal space at the start of this. But um, today we are talking about the strategy of preeminence. You forgot about it then, didn't you? Isn't that great? Six years of marriage and I can still... She got me. She rolled me. Um, (laughs) Today we are talking about the strategy of preeminence. Now, if you don't know what preeminence is, it's essentially one of the most powerful strategies that can transform your business. And the definition of this is surpassing all others. You want to surpass all others, all competitors um, in your landscape to be the superior competitor. Superior, I'm using Big Bang King Pro men, you are men words man right ladies. now. I was waiting for the um, god of fitness. <laughs> no, it's the strategy pre- preeminence is to serve your marketplace as best as you can. And it's better than anyone else. And it's all about service. It's about serving them before you even sell them. And it's you know basically giving as much as you can. This was pushed mainly by Jay Abraham, which is the godfather of marketing. Um, if you don't know who, um, I'm using more manly words. Right. Uh, so <laughs> so um, overwhelmed. With right this. Now. With this, um, it's yeah, mainly pushed by Jay Abraham back in the day, and we are talking today, so you can be the most preeminent fit pro in the marketplace, and you can really grow your authority, become the trusted advisor. And become omnipresent. Yeah, and become omnipresent, right? So you are everywhere. Um, that's, that's the big thing. You want to become the person who, who is top of mind awareness. So when they think, I want to lose weight, all of a sudden, off the top of their head, they think of you and that's really the strategy preeminence does for you but i think like something really cool to mention here quickly is because often when i talk to people about this there's an idea that well i couldn't be that because i'm only this but i think a really powerful concept is you know to those of us in this arena you know like you'd say gary v is like huge right everyone he's like completely preeminent he's completely omnipresent He's like also equivalently a god of marketing. But if you're not in our world, you wouldn't even know who he is. No, we were talking the other day to your sister and she had no she idea. She had no who idea is. who Gary Vee is. Um, and so I think you have to be aware that you're looking for preeminence and omnipresence in your sphere. You know, exactly. in your area of influence. It's in your marketplace. In your so marketplace. If you, so, are, if you are an online trainer looking after, you know, menopausal women, then you want to be the most preeminent person mm. for the menopausal ladies. Yeah, and even if it started, you know, local and slowly started to branch out or you did city by city, you know, it's very similar to, you know, when you used to do seminars in the physical sense mm. and you have, you know, your people are very aware because you're in that area in your top of mind awareness. So I don't want people to go into this podcast thinking, oh, this is so far beyond what I'm trying to achieve or what I'm capable of. I think it's a very important note to begin that everyone starts somewhere and so you have to begin by trying to serve your immediate market and then that will snowball out for as far as you want it to go yeah it just it comes back to your vision Mm -hmm. um you can be the most preeminent person in port melbourne the suburb um for weight loss um and uh, you know that could lucrative it could be be very lucrative Mm -hmm. um so i think for yourself it's like what is my goals if your goal is to make you know five hundred thousand or one million dollars then you can just be the most preeminent uh person in your sphere as liv said and you don't have to go i'm most of it the most preeminent weight loss expert in australia well that doesn't serve your vision so what's the point of it yeah so that's what we're going to discuss today is like how to be most the most preeminent person in your marketplace to serve you to get your business to where you want it to be. But all this revolves around you serving them and you have to actually disengage what you want and start thinking about what they want. And I think this is the the biggest thing. It's like becoming that trusted advisor. So, you know, how do we get preeminence? And I think this is the biggest thing is you need to change your strategy from focusing on the needs of yourself towards the needs of your customer, away from sales and towards service. And I think if you can do this, if you can fall in love with your client and truly understand like, how can I help them? You know, how can I help them more than anyone else? And if you ask yourself the question, if I wanted to become the most trusted advisor to my client in my market, how would I need to help them? And I think that's the first question you have to ask. A better quality question gives you a better quality answer. In everything in life. So where would I need to be? How would I need to act? 
who would I have to have relationships with? So when I think about this, if I'm looking at the local Joe with the gym um, or the local TJ with the gym, then what I would look at is like, how would I, how would I need to act with those around me? Like, how would I need to act with the local cafes? Because I know that's where my local marketplace is. If I'm looking at, you know, 25 to 45 year old weight loss, maybe that's the person I want to be the most preeminent with and my niche is weight loss. And that's what my focus is. Now, how would I need to act with the local cafe, the local butcher, the local massage therapist, the local hairdresser, the local Cairo. Like if I want to be truly omnipresent, mm-hmm. as Liv mentioned earlier, then I want to be in front of them. I remember when we had one gym. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to roll it back, okay? Roll it back nine years. I used to have a cafe that used to give all of our members discounts, but I also used to have six dishes on that cafe that had RBT logos next to it because it was RBT approved. It had calories and macros next to them. I sat them down and I gave them a good blend of protein, fats and carbs. And that's what I had at the cafe. That's being preeminent, it's omnipresence. So when anyone looks at the menu, I'm there serving them without them even being my customer on what are the healthiest choices for them for weight loss. I think also a lot of us really struggle with how we can do this without it being social. So like, I'm really glad that you brought that up because for a lot of us, we forget the idea that, you know, when you started, Facebook was like a, I mean, it was there, but it wasn't what it is today. There was no advertising Um, and there was no Instagram that was yet to be initiated, (laughs) but it was like, you were a very, um, preeminent person in the area for people who wanted to get health and you know to get healthy i mean i lived there for a long time and i didn't know you i didn't um but when you were seeking (laughs) when you were seeking out that sort of health and fitness you were there and you were very present um and it was there was like little logos and i remember the local cafe used to do even you know for years after that we had the lbc and they were the RBT LBCs. And so, which is a long black with cinnamon. And it was, and it was a thing and everyone had it. And if you were a fitness person, you had the RBT LBC and they just used to give it to everyone in the gym and it was fantastic. And then when you look at it, I used to also have the local butcher. So I used to have the local butcher and he used to give, and we just still do, we have discounts to our members and they have discounts and we used to be preeminent as their local fitness provider Mm -hmm. then we used to have as far as the local grocery store where i used to send my clients i used to do shopping shopping grocery shopping Mm -hmm. tours Mm -hmm. right and that was free for people in the local area so once a month on a sunday i used to walk around the shop with random humans Mm -hmm. showing them how to shop to become the healthiest version of them and people would literally sign up for a shopping tour with their local fitness expert. Now, like I did that once a month and that began because it's serving my marketplace, which is my local community. And I wanted Port Melbourne to be the healthiest suburb. And this is what's crazy to me. Like, you know, we were talking about content creation and things the other day. And I think it's so exciting because now what I love about social is you could do that if you're brave enough. And somewhere along the way, people stop being a little bit brave. And if you were brave enough, you could do an Instagram live walking around your local supermarket. Your members will log in to watch, but then other people will, you know, watch your live and it will impact them and it'll be able to change their life. And they didn't have to walk around or be available at that particular time, but that live is there for them and they can watch you walk around the supermarket. And I think then it's the next thing. It's like, how else can I be preeminent? And you could make a local Facebook group Mm. and it could be Healthy Port Melbourne. Mm. And with this, you have to meet your marketplace, not where you're at. You have to meet them where they're at. And what does the normal person do when they're trying to lose weight? They go for a run. Mm. Um, They literally do. They do. So yeah, and they they go for a run. So it's like, why don't you start a once a month running group? Mm. Because... There's nothing wrong with going for a jog. It's getting your steps in. It's getting it's great for mindset. It's great for cardiovascular. 
it is great for essentially burning some calories for them and it's a great starting point mm. so if they don't know you and you had just a once a month running group um, that was done from your local facebook group that's another way it's being preeminent so all of a sudden you have a local running group once a month you have a local shopping tour once a month you're being preeminent at the local cafe um, you like all of a sudden you're serving them you then we can start making strategic alliances so you could uh, again, we used to have lunch and learns, which mm-hmm. was being preeminent. So we used to go out to the local um, businesses. businesses and we used to hold seminars for the local businesses. And that was just free lunch and learns. And we would sign people up after that. But you could also start to, you know, go with your Cairo, go with your massage therapist, go with your beauty therapist, and you can start to actually create some little booklets. And I don't want to, I don't want to overwhelm you with everything right now. Um, but I'm just telling you some things you could be doing. That gets you omnipresence, which is serving your marketplace greater than anyone else. Because the easiest thing to do in the world is a Facebook ad. Um, it is. And if if you know that people go to a local hairdresser, if they actually go down there and they saw your Facebook ad and they saw a little booklet for you, it's like the 25 things to stay healthy and get healthy or whatever it is, and they see someone else's Facebook ad, all of a sudden they've seen you as a trusted advisor who has an affinity with their hairdresser, which is their hair trusted advisor, mm-hmm. um, then all of a sudden they'll pick you over them because you have now a bit more of an authority status yep. because you have that affinity with someone they already trust and you're getting trust um, by what is association. Like? Osmosis. <laughs> not osmosis association um, so like that's what I want you to think I want you to think also how would you act like how would you act and, you know, who would you need to be in your local community I think this is the biggest thing it's like and we talked about who would you need to have relationships with you know you don't how, how can you be in front of the right people so I think this is the crucial questions we need to start asking ourselves and if we can try and serve our community on a greater level and actually care more do more serve better than anyone else we start to move towards being a trusted advisor and all of this every single thing starts with empathy but that's the thing you haven't sold anything yet no you're just doing things for people to make a difference in their life which is why you would assume most of us got into this industry because you wanted to make an impact on people's health and fitness and so it's just a way of introing yourself and having a conversation with someone to help them before they may even become a client they may never become a client they might not but you could have changed their life either way Mm. and then one of their friends in port moves to port melbourne and they want to get a fitness you know, expert or a personal trainer or a group trainer and they ask their friend that currently lives there, they might not even train with you. And it's like, ah, I see this guy doing grocery tours and seminars and all the rest of it. You should go see them because I know that they actually give out good advice. And I think, you know, I go, I roll back to when we had the one gym. I used to be able to say, hey, I'm doing a seminar and a hundred people would work up without saying, doing an email or anything like that because they want, they trusted you to give them advice to transform their life. And I think, again, that's preeminence. You're serving them again with a seminar before we actually sell them. And we used to you know, make 40 sales in an hour um, off the back end of a 100-person seminar because you started with service first and then you served further. You came more of a trusted advisor and they'll sign up with you. So I think if you can start with empathy, you can understand you, you want to have this complete commitment to empathize with your marketplace mm. that you're trying to serve with what they're going through and actually understand like what are their hopes what are their dreams what are their needs mm-hmm. what are their feelings what are their roadblocks what are their worries what actually keeps them up at night and you I also think- don't diminish them you know like no. i think the really powerful thing is always you know you mentioned it before like give them what they want and that's not always what you as the expert know they need mm. but you know, not a lot of people, you know, health and fitness, ultimately, all of us can admit is not an easy task. Mm. It's not like you wake up one day, you go for a couple of runs and all of a sudden you look the way you want to look. Like there's a lot of active choices. There's a lot of willpower. There's a lot of motivation. There's a lot of ebbs and flows. So I think no one really wants to buy into that. They want to buy into the the idea that there's a fun community that's going to make this easier. And they also, it wants to be an inclusive community. Mm-hmm. I think this is a, a thing that I see a lot of people 
um, urge on the side of exclusivity. You want to be exclusive saying, hey, I only take 200 people, but you want to be inclusive that I take you know, the right 200 people inside the people that I want to help. Now, when I say inclusive, exclusive, I, I see you know, the coaches and I, in the past, I may have um, you know, done this in the wrong way myself, but you know, they'll, they'll start going like, fuck keto, or they'll start saying, fuck this, fuck that. And like, they'll start demonizing other things people have done. You might not stand for keto, you might not stand for vegan, but you don't want to demonize or demoralize or make people feel bad for doing something in the past because all of a sudden you're switching it off. Instead, you need to go, okay, these are the reasons why I wouldn't say to do keto for my clients and it doesn't get the superior results. This is the reason why flexible dieting or a calorie deficit or whatever it is gets results. What you're doing is rather than making them you feel bad for trying something or feeling dumb, you know, for trying something in the past because you're saying it's stupid. They don't know it's stupid, right? If your plumber comes into you and starts calling you dumb for the way that you tried to fix a toilet, you tell like, me personally, I would like, get out of my, my, my house. Like, I don't want you in here because, you know, I'm not a plumber. That's the PG version. Oh, exactly, right? Like, well, we, but we think people know better. And it's like, well, if people did know better, like everyone would be lean and then you wouldn't need a job. So, you know, yes, people should eat healthy and move more, but if they aren't eating healthy and, and, you know, moving more, they are looking for the quick fixes. So if you start telling them they're an idiot for looking for that quick fix because they want fast results, instead, educate them on why, you know, hey, you might have tried these quick fixes in the past. This is why it didn't actually work for you. Yeah. This is why you need to create a sustainable uh, sustainable um, program yeah. that's going to get you long-term success instead of losing weight, gaining it back and all the rest of it. So now all of a sudden you're an educating them and you're building a more trust and credibility with them rather than thinking you're just a dick. But it's, it's also, I think... It's the people that can educate on all elements of something. So if someone said to me, oh, this is the reasons when or how you should use keto. You know, this is when keto works really well. Keto does work, guys. You do keto correctly and you will lose weight. Like I have done keto, for want of a better term, Mm. like straight after having um, Finn to drop the weight. And it worked really well post baby. And it worked really well because I did it for a short period of time. Uh, And then obviously I needed to eat carbs again because carbs are delicious and they're very important and i love pizza um but it is it's important that you know if you can approach something from a place of understanding then you are naturally going to educate because you've actually taken the time to educate yourself rather than going just against a fad try and understand how that fad came apart uh, like what came about because fads don't just come out of nowhere they come out of nowhere because they've gotten a result and they've got leverage well, exactly. Like keto works, right? If you use keto in a calorie deficit, you're going to start losing weight, right? Key. It's a, calorie deficit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's very simple. But, you know, people are looking for a unique mechanism they haven't tried before because they think that's what's going to get them the result. And that, that's literally it. That's why people go to get rich quick schemes. That's why they go, go to, you know, fad diets because they're trying to find a new way because it possibly couldn't be them. Um, which is the reason that they haven't hold back. But if you start demonizing everything in a negative way, telling people are stupid for trying stuff, that's not empathy. That's not empathizing with what they're going through because you don't understand them. So we need to use empathy and we need to lead them to the promised land. Like a leader doesn't essentially like yell at people telling them they're doing the wrong thing. They actually walk in front and they're somewhat preachy, okay? But they're preachy in a way telling people, you know, this is essentially my beliefs and this is why they are my beliefs and I stand for something and I am going in this direction. Um, So I think like when we're looking at empathy, empathy comes with leadership and everyone is silently begging to be led somewhere. Yes. Or, you know, Liv was led to marry me. That was too much of a pause. Um, so when we look at this, it's the difference between, yeah, it's not, you have to stop giving information. You have to start giving advice. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like information is everywhere. Information is free. But when we start giving out specific advice based on our beliefs, okay, what we can do is go, this is what I believe in. This is what I don't believe in. This is why I believe in what I believe in. And this is why it's the least path of resistance to get your results. And you start saying that in a confident way, like, 
even if it's wrong, people start believing you because because leaders have confidence. Hundred percent. Say anything with confidence, and people will believe you. But I always think that if you can't simplify a concept, then you don't truly understand it. Well, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You have to you have to talk talk about it um, to the dumbest common denominator. Yeah. Uh, if you and, can't talk about it at a fifth grade level, then you don't understand it, and you're just regurgitating information. Uh, but one hundred percent, and I think that's why we can't demonize things. Mm. Because if you start demonizing things to a fifth grader, they'll start seeing in the corner, um, just like Jackson does. So you have to actually acknowledge the different reasons. So it's like with that, I think about you know talking as if I was talking to our son. It's like this is why you shouldn't do this. This is why you should do this, and this is my beliefs on why you should do this. Um, once we once we have empathy, and we start leading them to the promised land, the next part of preeminence is you have to give them laser focus. And it's like, this is, this is everything. It's canceling out the noise, okay? Because essentially, you, you know, weight loss is white noise. All of a sudden, there's like crackling everywhere. And you can't really, you know, see the forest through the trees. <laughs> through the cracker. The cracker barrels. Well, there's like the, no, it's a crack. You know, it's like white noise. You know, but I'm no, old I, enough no, for them to be white like, noise. I was like, is this the crackling of the foil chocolate packaging, uh, or is this the? It's like I, I can't really make the sound of um, white noise. Like, <laughs> like you know, with that, it's like I, I'm old enough that you know, people in Australia at twelve o'clock at night, the there was no more TV between twelve and like five a.m. and white noise came on the TV. And it's like, that is literally the health and fitness. And if you're just standing out there, like everyone else saying, hey, I'm looking for 10 guys to drop fat fast over 12 weeks, you know, sign up here. And that's all you're doing. To my niche of people who yeah. are dedicated to their results yeah. and listen to everything that I say. And you <laughs> must do four sessions a week. If you, if you, all you're doing is that, then like, you know, you aren't giving them any type of, you're not empathizing with them. You're not being having a trusted advisor with them. You're just trying to take as much as you can from a marketplace without truly trying to serve anyone but the people who pay you money. Yeah. And that's how you churn and burn your marketplace. And you want to get to a point where people are coming towards you at 10 to 20 people a month rather than you always having to go out and get there. So, you know, it all starts with that laser focus. It's like what to do. Like, what do you need to do? Yeah. Why do you Tell need to them do what it? To do. Yeah. What do you need to do? Why do you need to do it? When do you need to do it? Yeah. Right? Because, you know, they, they could, there's different times for doing different things. You know, starting someone out and getting them moving and going for a walk yeah. could be a great thing for you to start doing. Create a walking group. Like, whatever. The it is. menopausal ladies. Yeah. Like, create a walking group. Create a wine and cheese night. Yeah, but um, I, wine and cheese night sounds great. amazing. I'd be there. If there was a fitness wine and cheese night, I'd be there. But I, I think what you're saying is by creating the concept of focus and by giving all of this information away, it's because you understand that all of us technically have access to this information, but it is only through the accountability and support of a coach that you're actually going to execute. Yeah, I did this on my um, my Instagram yesterday. I was trying to explain to people, if you want to follow me, it's Travis Jones Entrepreneur on Instagram. Um, don't follow Liv. Um, but but you should follow Liv if you do like um, witty comments and amazing recipes um, and seeing our lovely boys as well. Yes. Uh, but with this, I was saying this on my Instagram yesterday. It's like information is free. Implementation costs money. Okay, because you have to understand that you're that you can give out information or you can give out advice. Okay, now when you start giving out advice, you're cutting out all the other information, the plethora that is out there. Because you know, you, if you put diet into Google, there is one billion search results. One billion. So that you know, their information is out there. The reason why someone signs up for coaching from you is you are giving laser focus on what information works, when to use that information, okay, and what and why to use that information, and what information to discard, right? And we're not going to start, you know, on day one, someone on some um, a small off squat program and some carb cycling plan or anything like that. It's like, you know, they, they have to understand, it was like, what are we talking about? Russian well, I, squat I do programs. remember that. So um, I've been but, around way too long. You have. But when we're looking at this, right, like, you have to tell them, this is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it. This is why we're doing Smaller it for you at this time. No, no, no. It's like squatting like four times a week. Okay, um, but when we're looking at this, like that's, that's the whole thing. And do you know what that does? Clarity gives trust. 
because they're like, ah, that's why. That's why I got to focus on, you know, you know, habit formation. That's why I got to focus on discipline and willpower. That's why I got to focus on, you know, understanding whatever it is you stand for. Um, so, how do we get through this? We well, again, we've got to ask yourself a question. You know, what would your life life look like if you write your ideal weight? And I think that's that's the biggest thing you have to ask your clients. Like, what would your ideal life look like? If you were at your ideal weight, and if you can go, well, okay, I don't know. I just want to lose 10 kilos. There's a lot more photos of my ass on Instagram. There's a lot more photos on your ass. A little bit of influencer. Um, but with this, it's like, you know, you got to ask yourself, like, what would your ideal life look like? And I think, you know, we're so focused on just the 10 kilos. We're not focused on, hey, I'd be more confident at the beach. Or, hey, I'd be more confident going out in social engagements. Hey, I might go on um, those dating apps, whatever they are. Um, maybe you just want your husband to be happy or maybe you just want to feel more confident. You want you know, to have in... sex with the lights on. I don't know. Maybe. It could be. I don't know. That's, a, that's why when I used to coach someone, she's like, why do you want to lose weight? I was like, I want to, you know, like actually have sex with the lights on. I remember the girl that wanted to have sex in the morning. I don't. She just wanted morning sex. I did not know. I can't I remember that. You remember the little things? I remember the little things. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, just remember thinking you don't. But yeah, I mean, it's like, well, let's get you that, not with me. Um, but with these guys, like, this is what you have to understand. It's like you have to ask them, like, what would your actual life change? Okay, what would happen? Okay, and then we have to start to give them clarity, not only just on the weight loss, but getting them towards that goal that they're looking for. And it's like, okay, cool, do this, then you do this. You're actually going to see this roadblock at this point in time. So if you start telling someone, if I sign them up for a 16 week challenge or anything like that, um, I will go, okay, great. We're gonna start you off with a bit of a calorie deficit. You're going to have a plateau live, just so you know that you know your calories will have to decrease at a point. And that's why we do your body fat every two weeks. And then at week eight, we'll actually put you on a calorie maintenance for seven days or 14 days because you'll need to replenish yourself before we go again with a calorie deficit. So all of a sudden I'm educating them. I'm telling them where their roadblocks are down the down. And when I, I do this in a seminar as well, it's like, this is how we transform someone. I give out the information and advice for free. I'm like, hey, who wants... To me to coach do you. This with yeah, you. who wants to do it with me? Because uh, it's like all of a sudden they're like, oh, that sounds like a great plan. I didn't know that you have to change your calories. I didn't know that you'd have to go on a diet break. I didn't Most know you'd have don't. to change your program every four weeks. I didn't know that we're going through accumulation to intensification phases with program. Like I didn't know this. All of a sudden you're educating them. You're, you're giving them advice. You're empowered to make a buying decision. And this is how you start to charge more as well. But they also feel like they're choosing you. And I think that's a really powerful thing is it's like people don't feel as though they've been cornered. It's a very empowered decision where they're like, I like the idea of what he's saying. I like the roadmap he's presenting. And the same way as if you walked into a major boardroom in a, in a commercial setting and you went, hey guys, I reckon you should choose me to build your building. Duh. Great. Like, why? Because why? I'm me and I'm awesome. But what's well, your excellent. plans? That's, yeah, what's the plan, Dan? Um, you know, and what's what, what, what are the, the contingencies if something goes wrong? Yeah, like I think everybody likes the idea of map, having things mapped out to them. You know, if you jumped onto the coaching program and I said, hey, you should do our coaching. Why? Yeah, because we're really awesome and we're going to like work with you for like an indeterminate period of time and teach you I don't know what. And they'd be like, awesome, sounds great, yes. I'm in. Open slather, here's my checkbook, just make it out to whatever you're worth. As opposed to, you know, so start applying the same needs that you have for certainty and the needs for education and knowledge and experience that all of you have by being on this podcast or your Instagram or YouTube or the 7,000 other guys that are giving out information on marketing and sales and everything from, you know, A to B to C to Z and go, okay, how come I don't think I don't, I need to do that? Why don't you need to do that? Exactly. And I think that's the difference between being preeminent and not. Correct. So, Thank you, podcaster. <laughs> but like, you have to also tell them the common mistakes and pitfalls, not in a negative way. 
I think for, for yourself, it's like these are the mistakes people make when they're trying to drop 10 kilos. And you can start to put that out. If you put that in your email, you start putting that into your Facebook group. You start putting that out into your seminars. You know, you could have the flyers in the local businesses. Like these are the common mistakes. These are the foods I would, you know, suggest you eat. And these are the foods I wouldn't, I would suggest Top you eat a more minimum. Yeah, exactly, right? You could have be lower uh, calorie option beefs. I don't, I don't know. Whatever your decisions are with your beliefs. But like, if we start to give them clarity, clarity starts to build trust. If we start to give them understanding, which is what we were talking about, which is knowledge, it's your job to educate them more than anyone else because this shows them there are different routes to success. You can show them all the different things out there. Mm -hmm. Hey, this is the 5-2 diet. This is the keto diet. This the is Atkins the diet. vegan this diet. This is the South Beach, the Atkins, the paleo, the lemon detox. <laughs> lemon detox, the shake diet. This is the whatever it is, right? You can show them and you can list, hey, this is all the diets you can do. And most of and them work. Yeah, in a calorie deficit. But then a lot of them, you can't sustain it and you Ooh. put the weight back on. So yeah. what you could do is you could I do, do a video. I do not want to spend the rest of my life drinking three shakes and I, one meal a day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like that's what I mean, right? You can you can do a video and you can do a seminar yeah. on the top 10 diets that work to get your ideal body by summer or whatever you know time you're doing. Or you can do a video and you can market it for video views. Now with this, you're being preeminent to your marketplace. You're not demonizing other ones. You're telling them all the diets that work. And then you can also say... This is the roadblock with this diet. This is the roadblock with this diet. This is the roadblock with this diet. You know, and this is why we choose this diet here. And if you want help setting up that diet, just drop me a message. Literally. So much more powerful. Just open up the lines of communication. They're like, wow, this person knows a lot. Like I will start to actually communicate with this person. And all of a sudden this gives them confidence. You know, it shows why your route is the best. It shows why you are the most preeminent person. And it also... You care enough to let them choose and to educate them and give them the opportunity to decide which one do they want, which one do they think will suit them best because you've presented the alternative and guided them in the way that you think they need to go. And you know what? If they choose one of the other ones and you've outlined it... and will back. No, no, but yeah, but you've educated them. You told them the pitfalls. Yeah. You told them the roadblocks that they'll see. Yeah. And all of a sudden, if they saw those roadblocks, I was like, oh, that, that guy was right. Ah, yeah, exactly him. how I feel when you're right. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck, no, I'm going to have to say that he's right. <laughs> it's, ah. um, but it's like, that's the thing, right? So, But then this is like, and then if you can go, cool, I'm going to give you clarity. I'm going to help you understand and give you education. Then I'm going to provide some certainty. I'm going to deploy certainty in there through proof and credibility because all of a sudden this gives you certainty that wow this person's method works now certainty comes from proof of service clarity of your message you give it comes from clear uh, cl uh, credibility get, get that word out from other people with uh, you know essentially testimonials and recommendations that is the word i was looking for um then once we give them certainty it comes back to leadership again yeah. right don't be a condescending prick. Like you have to, they don't know better. You have to help lead them through this message and you need to make them feel empowered and good by their choices. What, uh, do, the, what do our mothers always used to say? A spoonful of sugar gets more than a spoonful of vinegar. So it's like, you know, even if someone does make the choice to go in a different direction, you know, you wish them well, you let them know if you're always there, the door's always open and, you know, come back if you... Want to give this a go and so many people have done this with us as well hey like i'm gonna go try this out i'm like no worries we'll follow you up in eight weeks see how your results were and you know see if you want to come back is that cool they're like yes in eight weeks you know a lot of them would come back because we'd actually follow up as well so i, I think that so once we've had this okay so you understand essentially the preeminence now okay how we're doing this so now what, you, what i want you to do is i want you to create a de uh, develop this vision for your community and whether it's an online community or whether it's a, a geographical location community you want to start selling the island and not the plane you're not selling your gym you're not selling the four sessions a week you're not selling the you know, sauna the yeah you're not selling that right like uh, when people Free tell me it's job. like no one gives a shit when people start telling me it's like oh, i can't market or charge more right now because it's just not fancy enough that's mm -hmm. like dude like you because you're trying to sell the the plane and not the island people just want to go sit in bora bora right they want to 
go sit on the island and get the end outcome. Yeah. Like start selling the results, start selling the transformation, start selling what you're actually about because people all want to get to the island. If you are leading them there with the most certainty, with the most understanding and the most empathy, people will pay you higher amounts because they believe in them. Mm. And then this will start and you want to reduce the friction. Okay, so reduce the friction to get them started. Like we said earlier, create the walking group or the jogging group or the grocery tours. And all of a sudden you've, you've reduced friction in initial communication with your business. And that's all it is because people like- You're just making it easy to come in and you're making yourself approachable. Exactly, especially if you have lots of tattoos, right? Like me. Um, <laughs> you need to... And you've significant, like you just keep adding to them, really. I know. It's like another a hand tattoo. I'm going to get another hand tattoo in the next like, couple of that months. That was all shaded back like, in the day. I know. It's like, it was... when, like, so you need to reduce friction so people can understand the authentic you. And I'm a big, like, teddy bear. And all of a sudden, it reduces friction. People don't cross the street when they see it. But you. it's also easier as well to refer people. Like you did mention before, you know, like maybe. Julie doesn't buy, but her friend Susan moves down from, you know, another city and she's like, you should come to my running group. All right. And then, so it's just, it gives them a thing to come along to. And it's not a commitment. Like we used to do the Sunday fun days. Um, You know, we do them a lot in summer, but then also we used to do the charity events and things like that. And you come along, anyone's allowed to come to a charity event, gold coin donation. And it's for a purpose. It's for a reason. And everyone loves it. Fifth birthday party when we had the food trucks and everyone was allowed to come. Exactly. And I was just thinking, that was like the charity boot camps, right? Like that we used to do with weight. So you might, you might be thinking you might've lost you already. If I, I've said the word running group, like 53 times already today, and everyone's already tuned out to the podcast. Um, now you can't have to do a running group. You can just do a local um, weightlifting group down the local park or the beach, take yep. your equipment down there. You can only Sunday the first, Fun Day was great. Exactly. Sunday Fun Day was awesome, right? So we used to do it once a month and used, people used to come down. It doesn't have to be, you can be your members or your non-members. Put in your Facebook group, put it out to your email list, tell your local cafe to promote it as well because you got that preeminence there. Um, like get it out there and get 50 people down there and get a gold coin donation that goes to charity and you, you raise a hundred bucks once a month and give it back to your local community to fix up the pothole or if they can if the council's not doing that you have um, watched way too many children shows right now the paw patrol are not coming to fix that pothole i wish girls. they were i wish they like the paw patrol dogs dogs that drive All cars i can hear in my head right now is um, the pontipandi um so with this um so with this guys it's like it's being like we just said it's like show not tell and this is exactly what we just were talking about you got to show, show them what you do not tell them what you do Okay, so show how you educate, show how you do sessions, show how you get transformations. Like, don't just tell them you do it because, like, that's just you making statements. Is is doing something and knowing that you are great enough that the number of people that you can actually service will pay you. And in the meantime, you have the joy of being able to give a, a taste of what you do to everyone else. People still buy Krispy Kremes even though there's testers. 100%, 100%, but that's because, like, I think... You Do know, some people everyone, go in there for testers? 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. But Krispy Kreme is not struggling. But again, they do giveaways. There was a giveaway in Sydney... Even with this COVID stuff, and they got shut down by the police, right? There was a, there was a, um, they were, everyone, they were doing a free donut for this, uh, free donuts. Everyone got one free donut, right? And it was a couple of months back, and I saw it on social. Um, and everyone, there was a line at least a kilometer long. There was a thousand people line and everyone was supposed to be not venturing out and all that sort of stuff. And not Chris, social distancing. Not, social, not distancing, social distancing. But there was a line a thousand people long to all get a donut. And obviously they were upselling them from that. So if you're thinking about, I don't want to do a local charity boot camp, I'm worth more than that. It's like, I think it was Krispy Kreme's worth more than giving away a donut, but I bet you they made it like a fuckload of money. Uh, on that day when they gave out donuts because no one's going to eat one donut they aren't no. like they, they're going to go buy a six pack or a 12 pack well i know right. in the states they give the tester is a whole donut like yeah. i i know because i bought six because i felt so guilty because i just went for one. the first time because i went in this just to see it because obviously you've got to remember when i first saw a krispy kreme you know, Krispy Kreme wasn't even in Australia. So everyone just knew about it. So I walked on in there and the lady like handed me like one of the sugar glaze ones. And I was like, no, 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 that's not mine. I haven't ordered yet. She was like, no, darling, this is the tester. And I was like, that's the tester. Like I'm from Australia. You don't give whole donuts as testers. Like this is not our life. And then I ha- I actually bought Can a six I test pack. Two? 
Yeah, I, I was like, <laughs> I had to buy a six pack. I couldn't even eat them because I had a sugar rush that like, gave me heart palpitations from the amount of sugar in those Krispy Kremes. But yet they do, they give whole donuts as testers. So let's, let's have a, I, I want to have a tester right now. It's Go on after, down to a drive-through Krispy Kreme. I feel like a, a donut. The US um, of A. But with this, guys, you have to look at it. So let's look at how do we gain preeminence? So the first thing you want to do, I want you to future pace yourself. Don't give out free donuts. <laughs> Don't give out, you could do and then sign them up for your gym. Isn't but um, fitness skill? Uh, I think it's 24 hours. I don't know. Someone's giving out pizzas. Uh, but with this, like, I want you to gain preeminence, but I want you to paint a picture one year from now, what it would have looked like for you be, to be a truly preeminent person. So maybe, I want, and I want you to have a clear and vivid picture, right? So it's like, this is your... Um, you know, vision board. Vision board. <laughs> your vision board. A manifest. Into your, your celebrity life. vision. So board. with yeah, but with this, I want you to do this. It's like paint it out. Like future pace yourself or one year for today from today. And this is what we do with our clients with weight loss, right? Mm. Future pace yourself. Like what are all the things that you've achieved to get you where you are? And you you future pace yourself. It's like I've got two hundred clients in my gym right now. It's at capacity. I can't even market anymore because everyone just comes in. And it's like, okay, cool. What'd you do? Do that? Well, I did. You know, a Sunday fun day every single month. I have a shopping tour every single month. I have a Facebook group of a thousand people. Um, that's in my local community. And when I say I'm doing a seminar, I do seminars once every two months. And like fifty people just buy tickets. It's like fifteen dollars a ticket. All money goes to charity. And I put that back into my local community. Like tickets get sold out. I say, wow okay that sounds it sounds pretty good i have uh you know what else can you do like what else happens you, you might who did you talk have to a, yeah who did you talk to like what what is your strategic alliances you know what cafe have you got four meals at you know what what have you done and i think if we can look at this i think it's most like, people just should try talking to their local cafe like and letting them people. know what they do you know like yeah. i think even when you know for us with the um you know outdoor boot camps and things like that the cafes along the beach would very happily promote that because they oh, know dude. straight after that boot camp, everyone's coming for, down a for a coffee. Exactly. Especially if you say, I will, I will down. push people back to yeah. this cafe 100%. after the boot camp. Of course, they're going to push it and they're going to promote it. And they it, could say no, guys. Full they could do. pre-warning. They'd be idiots, but they could say no. And, but you could also hook up with a local massage therapist. I was talking to one of our clients the other day. And it's like, get someone, because someone was renting a space. I was like, get them to do 10-minute massages, like, and it's like six a week. And it's on a Saturday morning. He does 10-minute massages after the, the, um, the Saturday sessions. And then the massage therapist would give him a discount for one hour. And all of a sudden, the massage therapist starts getting new clients. Like, hook up a massage therapist to come down. And, like, start giving some recovery. Like, what? Like, start thinking differently. And being preeminent. Create these strategic alliances. So now we've created this vivid vision of what is your business like, what you did to get it there, the strategic alliances, the output that you've done. Now I want you to create a clear path to that vision. So it's like, bring it back, okay, nine months, bring it back six months, bring it back three months. Like, okay, bring it back this next month. Like, what did I do over this next month? Well, you probably took some fucking action. I think that's the first thing. Well, yeah. You, you I mean, stopped listening to the podcast and you started right. executing. And I think you've created this clear path and you've written down, it's like, okay, what are the top 10 things I need to do? Okay, I need to create a Facebook group. I'm going to tell them I'm going to do a live in there every Monday night for 10 minutes, educating them. I'm going to start doing a Sunday session for charity. And what do you do, Travis, if the first live, no one listens? Then you just do another one. Thank you. And you do another one. But you're like, I, I like... You know, I, I've had many people. I've had like one person on a webinar before. Um, and I've also had like 500 people on a webinar. I've had hundreds of people in seminars. And I've also flown to a city and had three people on the seminar because their ads didn't work. It's like, it's not about your ego. It's just about keeping showing up. And I think that's one of the biggest things that we're talking about. It's like, um, the next part is be confident to stay the path. Liv's reading notes right now. It's like, I think you have to be confident. It's like you, if you like no one's showing up on day one. Like, no one is an overnight success. This just doesn't happen, right? Like, you have to keep showing up day after day. Like, for Liv to marry me, like, I had to, like, be her friend. I had to pretend I was her friend until we actually, you know, started dating. And I had to chase her across the world. I just have to keep showing up until I, I literally ground down her willpower mm. to resist me. And it's like the same thing as your clients, right? You just have to keep showing up for them. It's like you got to show up and show up and show up. And some, and all of a sudden, it's like that crazy person. I'm sure everyone's seen that YouTube. There's that crazy dancer mm. and they're dancing for a while by themselves at that festival. And all of a sudden, when one person starts dancing with them crazy and then another one and then another one, like 
with this, people will then start to create a herd mentality. And all of a sudden there was a wave of people just dancing like crazy people. And it's like, because it's, it will take time. And all of a sudden be like Malcolm Gladwell's tipping point. It's like, boom. Okay. I hit the tipping point. Now people are showing up to my group. People are showing up to my sad, my Sunday once a month boot camps. People are showing up to my grocery tours. I am the most preeminent person. I walk down the street, people wave to me and give me free coffees. But you're also um, not entitled to it. I think one no. of the biggest things everyone needs to understand is if you stop showing up if you let the group go if you start to lose your vision and your execution then you'll lose the people as quickly as you got them 100 because someone else is going to be someone top mind awareness yeah. so i'll swoop in i'll work harder from you because they did stop they didn't stop running on that treadmill right whereas you it's like you just gotta keep pushing forward you gotta be confident to stay the past and trust the fact if you keep showing up i don't care yeah but it's like oh but i'm not good enough to do lives right now it's like dude it's like insert flashback to, first to TJ doing swearing with a leather jacket. Like, please, like I was the worst. I still had people show up and I watch those seminars now. Like I went back through our YouTube, like a thousand plus videos the other day. I was like, holy shit. It's like, and I'm not great now, but I'm much better than I was then. And I'll be much better in 10 more years. Right? Like it's just show up, show up. And like, it's like the, the 10,000 hour rule. It, with your videos, with your communication pathways, with your leadership, you just get better and better. But you, if you never start, you never get better. It's like so the amateur true. becomes the athlete. You didn't start at the athlete. You start at the amateur and you create a deliberate practice. And I think that's the most crucial thing, deliberate practice every single day. If you want to create great at video, then you don't even have to put them all out there. Put one out a week, put two out a week, but film one every single day or film two every single day. Put that, the hours in, the deliberate practice in to get great. And all of a sudden, instead of fear, again, I did a video yesterday on, on Instagram. It's like fear and confidence, right? They live on two different you know, parallel lines and you're in the middle. If you, if I'm telling you to do uh, essentially a video right now and that's fear is because you're thinking all the worst case scenario. What if no one watches it? What if no one likes it? What if I start getting trolls telling me stuff? Or it's like, what's the best case scenario? Stop focusing on the worst case scenario. Stop focusing. What if one person watches it and I change their life? Yeah. I change their life for the rest of their life and those people around them. Like that video is worth it. But you also have to really want it. You know, like how many people do you know that are great at something that don't make any effort to better themselves at it, that don't make any effort to learn more about it, that don't put themselves in situations where they may not come off the best. Mm. And so, you know, if you think that you're a great trainer or you think you're a great PT or you think you're a great nutritionist, but you're not giving it out there because you're too scared for someone to say you're not, that's possibly the worst. Yeah, because I I think with so much we get, um, this is like a fear of people telling us we're not good enough but it's not our clients that tell us we're not good enough it's our competitors it's our people who are other personal trainers or other coaches who we're afraid of but they're not the one paying your bills they're not the one you're trying to be preeminent to there's always going to be intimidated by but there's always going to be some fucking troll out there telling you like you're fucking bald and you're too fat right like literally i get trolled all the time but i'm like okay no worries cheers man like enjoy your day like I, I don't actually care like whatever you want to say to me you don't know me if i don't have your phone number and uh, you don't have mine and you can't call me up and tell me it it's like i don't give a fuck what you say i think like you have to understand it's like you have to know that people are 100 percent. the more preeminent you are to a marketplace the more people are going to try and pull that pull you down because it's easier to pull a building down than to build your own so i think you have to understand you got to show up there's going to, the more you show up there's going to be more trolls the more you have to like build this thicker skin mm-hmm. and then you can don't get derailed you can do what you said you were going to do and you can follow your vision and your pathway you laid out with exactly what you're saying you're going to do for your marketplace, which is to stay focused on the task at hand. So build your thousand true fans. Okay, build your thousand true fans. Imagine if you had a thousand true fans in your online business or in your local community. There's a thousand of them, right? You know, we get the butchers and our butchers are talking to us all the time about training and they're following us on Instagram and all the rest of it. It's like, it's like you got a thousand true fans out there. 
It's like, get your thousand true fans. It's like, you have them on your Facebook group. You'll have them on your Instagram. You'll have them on your email list. You'll have them in your 50% video views. You'll have them listening to your podcast. If you are preeminent in this facet to these thousand true fans, there's going to be 200 of them that are 100% going to be your clients. And then if you want to do other things you want to do online, you want to do retreats, you want to do anything like that, they're going to sell out in a heartbeat because you have showed up to serve them. And you know they will give the reciprocity back of giving you money because they want to be around you because they are looking for a leader. But the other thing is, I think also, it's looking at ways that you can utilize those relationships that benefit both people. So, you know, I remember when we went ahead and pre-purchased like a whole bunch of coffees Mm. and went, okay, we've bought all these coffees and now what I want you to do is I want you to give them to people in return for us doing them doing a survey with us. Or you could do a similar thing with a butcher where you'd be like, okay, great. I'm going to pre-purchase like, you know, Trav's favorite beefy burgers at Ralph's. You could be like, I'm going to pre-purchase like 50 of them. It's probably the same price, if not a lot less than Facebook ads. And you could literally say to them, the next, you know, X, Y, Z people that come along that fit this bill, I need you to give them like three free beefy burgers. Who's this from? Who's this from? It's from the local RBT RBT gym. gym. Here it is. They've got a seven day free trial. You just got one. Like it's just, it's, you know, and it might not work guys. The coffee thing worked really well for us because, you know, we were brave enough to have a conversation with every single person that was there. And if we said they got a free coffee, they got a free coffee. Why? Because I'd already put my name, like we'd already put our money where our mouth was basically and said, Hey, we're going to buy this, you know, 150 bucks worth of coffees. You're just going to dish them out when I say so. And ultimately, if you've got a great relationship with the cafe, you've got a great relationship with the butcher, the hairdresser, whatever. You can do that sort of stuff. You can say to them, guys, I want to run a competition and I want all of your guys on your list to opt in to win a free 28-day challenge. And you just email it out. You just put it on your socials and get them to DM you and then everyone goes into a, you know, a draw to win. Like there's so many ways that you can utilize things around you. But if you if they don't know what you do and they don't know who you are because you haven't been brave enough to have a conversation with us, everyone knows who we are. Everyone knows RBT because that's what we wear, that's what we rep, and that is what we talk about all the time. Yeah, your brand image, right? Mm. I think, so you've got your thousand true fans, and then you can start bringing people into your business. And that is preeminence, guys. Like that's, and you just got to get started. You know, if anything, just start making content every single day. Don't have a day off for the next 365 days. I don't care if you're in hospital having a baby. I don't care if you're in hospital because you got hit by a car. Just make some content, you know. Just make it part of your rules for the day. Like, you know, we live, I wasn't having a baby. No, Liv was having not. a baby. I can it was still webinar, but <laughs> I, I, I 100% agree <laughs> with you. Um, but with this, it's like, you know, we, we, we did a video because we were supposed to do a video that day and we sent a webinar that day and we sent out the video saying, hey, sorry, webinar postponed 24 hours like Liv's having a baby. So it's like, but you're still putting it out there. You're still communicating with your tribe because they actually want to be a part of your journey. They actually want to see your ups and your downs. They want to see the authentic you because that's what a thousand true fans want. Like those, the, the preeminent you is showing up in your authentic nature, showing your vulnerabilities, showing your strengths and giving them the, the, the insights and the connection to your life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's everything. So guys, be preeminent. Don't uh, just listen to a podcast and don't take action. You know, subscribe to our podcast um, on, you know, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, you know, leave us a review um, and go to fitproformula.com if you want us to help grow your business, uh, your fitness business. Follow myself on Travis Jones, Entrepreneur, on Instagram. Follow Liv. The underscore Liv underscore Jones. And that is the Travis Jones Show for another week. Thank you, Travis. Thank you for listening.